You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. So let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I want to read maybe a little bit more verses than normal, but uh, verses 12 through verse 20. The title of the message is Because He Lives. The message today that God has given me is to be an encouragement to you. So we begin reading in the 12th verse. Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain and your faith is also vain. Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ whom he raised not up. If so be that the dead rise not, for if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain. Ye are yet in your sins. Then they also, which are fallen asleep in Christ, are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. Pastor Aaron, have Miss Mary bless the reading of the word of God, please. Father, we do come to you this day, Lord, just to thank you, for this is the day that you have made. Father, as we enter in now, Lord, to a special time, and that's your word, God. The word, God, that will never fail. We thank you for it this morning. We ask you, day, God, that you would be with our pastor. We thank you, Lord, that he's back in the place, God, that he should be. We pray, God, a special anointing upon him this morning. I thank you, God, for all that you've done, and I thank you most of all today because we serve a risen Savior. And I just thank you and praise you because you're worthy of it all. And we get pray in Jesus' name and give you glory. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You are about to find out if I honestly gave voice lessons to Carrie and to Greg. The title of the message is Because He Lives. It's always scary to try to sing something without a pitch. But the songwriter said, because he lives, well, I can face tomorrow. There was another songwriter that penned, I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. Anybody know those old songs? The reason we can face uncertain days is that Jesus Christ is alive. If you've lived long enough on this journey of life, you've experienced some uncertain days and you've experienced some unexpected days. Seems like things, Jimmy, just come out of the blue from nowhere. 
Everything is going well at your job and the next thing you know, you're called into the office and you're let go or everything, you're, you're driving down the highway and, and your family's all in the car and the next thing you know, your loved one says, uh, maybe that night, honey, I don't love you no more. Uncertain days. When you get up in the morning and you don't know how you're going to pay your bills, but because he lives, I come to encourage somebody this morning because he lives, you can face tomorrow, even uncertain days. Can somebody say amen and give God a hand clap and a shout of praise? Has anybody ever been picked up by the grace of God and carried through some uncertain circumstances, uncertain days, unexpected situations in your life? And on this side of the uncertainty, you can look back and say, my God never left me. My God picked me up and carried me through. If you're thankful today that you've been picked up, brought out and carried through, somebody ought to give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Woo! Hallelujah. Because he lives, we have hope. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you got hope. Look at your other neighbor, the one that looks miserable right now. Say, neighbor, you should be excited because you got hope. Amen. Does anybody have hope? If you got hope and all my hope is in Jesus, I can make it through whatever the devil brings my way. Amen. Woo, because he lives. Not only do we have hope, we got a sure foundation, even though the wind may blow, even though the rain. When you don't build your house on sinking and shifting sand, and you build your house upon the rock, let the rain come and let the wind blow, but it will be well for you and your family, because you got hope. Somebody say, I got hope. Somebody say it like you mean and say, I got hope. Because he lives, we have a promising future. I don't know about you, but my future is so bright, sometimes I gotta take my glasses off and slip on my beach material. Cause my future is so bright, I'm trying to encourage you. God's got a plan for you. Your future is bright. Just because you had an unexpected situation or a circumstance did never catch God off of guard. Do you hear me? God knows exactly what is going on in your life. I ought to preach the rest of the sermon, but I can't hardly see anything. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to change what you're looking at, but also change what you're looking through. Do you hear me? Too often times we look through the natural instead of looking through the supernatural. You gotta start looking through the supernatural and you gotta start speaking the supernatural. Oh my goodness, this ain't on my notes but I'm about to preach it. You wanna look at the natural. Man, you, you. for years I would stand in the foyer and shake every hand that came in. But as the church grows, now I stand in the foyer and shake every hand that goes out. Because everyone that was coming in, 
coming in with situations, unexpected uncertainty and looking through the natural. And I was so down and so heavy with everybody else's problems. I said, I got to stay in my office and stay in your presence, God, so I can deliver the mail. And then after I deliver the mail, I'll receive all the bad emails. <laughs> so why don't we honestly, I'm just telling you the truth. Some of the most spiritual people that dance, clap, and the first time an unexpected thing comes in their life, they fall apart like a $2 suitcase in a rainstorm. Do you hear what I'm saying? Oh, they can shout when they're on the mountain, but because he lives, you can stand in the face of adversity. I know what I'm talking about. Because he lives, your future is bright. Somebody look at your neighbor. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you better put some sunglasses on. Huh? Because your future is bright. Does anybody believe that in the house? If so, would you stand to your feet and give God a hand clap? Do you really believe it? Do you really believe it that you're coming out? Do you really believe that your worst days are behind you and your better days are ahead of you? Do you believe that the devil is a liar? Do you believe that if God be for us, who can be against us? Give him a hand clap. Woo! Sit down, let me preach. Because he lives. We've got a promising future. Because he lives, we can face the future. God's got a plan, Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, save the Lord's thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. An expected end. What God begins, God will complete. Do you hear me? Even when the circumstance, the unexpected shows up and didn't catch God off of guard. And if God called you, God will equip you. Do you hear me? If God called you, God will equip you and God will use you because Hebrews 13 and 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Do you hear me? God doesn't change. People don't like change. Some of you go to Walmart, you park in the same spot. I'm telling you, if somebody's in that spot, you're gonna sit in your car and wait till they come out and move. I can look around the room and tell if you're here because you sit in the same seat every week. You don't like change, you probably don't change your underwear. I don't know. You can only change them inside out two or three times. And then you gotta get a clean pair. Do you hear me? Huh? Oh boy. Help me, Jesus. Malachi chapter three, verse six. For I am the Lord and I change not. The songwriter, his name was Thomas Chisholm. He wrote this song, great is thy faithfulness. O God, my father, there is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not. Thy compassions, they fail not as thou hast been thou forever will be. The songwriter goes on to say, great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. 
and all I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. He's never failed me. I said he's never failed me, never. Great is thy faithfulness. New mercies I see, new mercies I see, and all that I have needed, you have provided for me. Not only on the mountaintop, but in the valley of despair. Oh, God never turns from me. God never, through my worst times, after God had called me, God never revoked that calling on my life. Do you hear me? God is God. As long as you can pillow your head at night and know that it is well within your soul, it don't give a hoot what anybody else says, what anybody else thinks about you. I'm here to preach you out of the valley of despair and to tell you there is a God in heaven that loves you, has picked you up, cleaned you up, written your name down in the Lamb's book of life. God loves you and God will use you. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Woo! Woo! Great, great The words, listen to this, in Lamentations, chapter three, verse 22. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Thank you, God. Because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. New every morning. These words were penned by Jeremiah. In the short book of Lamentations, in a dire situation, and I'd say a crowd this size, there's some people that's in a dire situation. And what we find in this scripture is Jerusalem had fallen to Babylon. And during this time of the fall, it was a time of deep grief and national mourning. Most of this book is lamenting just pain and sorrow. But sandwiched in the middle is this incredible hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. It's new every morning if you want it to be. Some people get high on staying low. Always want somebody else to, hey, how you doing, honey? How you doing, sir? (laughs) There comes a time in your life, and I've been there in some dire situations, where you gotta reach down and grab the spiritual bootstraps, and you gotta pull them up, and you gotta encourage yourself, do you hear me? Listen to me, many find themselves in dire situations that seem hopeless. But with Jesus Christ, nothing is hopeless. With Jesus Christ, nothing is impossible. But this promise that I just read from Lamentation, it still rings true. God's mercies are new every, every morning. So as children of the Most High God, there are only three days 
Somebody say three days that we need to concern ourselves about. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Yesterday is gone. You need to hear me. No need to fuss and worry about yesterday. It's gone and it can't be changed. Now, if I'd want to just stay in a bad place, I could just tell myself, Robert, you shouldn't have done this. Robert, you're never going to grow. Your church is never going to grow. You've done this. You've done that. You've went through this. You know, the devil is a liar and he whispers in your ear. Yesterday is gone and so don't fuss about it because you can't change it. Tomorrow, on the other hand, is not yet come. And guess what? Tomorrow may not come. So no reason to concern ourselves about tomorrow. There's another song that says many things about tomorrow. I don't seem to understand, but I know who holds tomorrow. And I know who holds my hand. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, God's got your hand. The song went on to say, I don't know about tomorrow. It may bring me poverty. But the one who feeds the sparrow is the one who stands by me. And I underline that stands by me. God help me right there. And the path that is my portion may be through the flame or flood, but his presence goes before me. And I'm covered in his blood. Do you hear me? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the presence of the Lord forever. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Stands by me. Stands by me. Everybody won't stand by you. Do you hear me? But God said, I'll stand by you no matter where you go, no matter how rough it gets. uh, I will not retreat. Uh, I'm God Almighty and I will stand with you. Do you hear me? Not only will he stand with me, then he goes on and says, uh, I'll go before thee. Uh, He's a God. He's a way maker. Has God made a way for anybody in the house? Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. The song says, I'm covered. I'm covered with his blood. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm covered. Woo! Can you imagine it's uh, July 30th, I believe, of 2023, and we're talking about the blood. A lot of churches don't talk about the blood. In my opinion, they're not a church. Uh Uh-oh. Done went old school. Here it is in 2023 and we're still singing about the blood. Some places don't want to talk about the blood. They don't want to flag. You know, don't want to offend people. I don't want to offend people either. But if the word of God offends you, then you better just accept it, get over it and receive it. Can someone say amen? The blood. He said, I'm covered, the song said, I'm covered with his blood. I ain't ashamed of the blood. The blood changed my life. Do you hear me? Hebrews 9 and 22, in fact, the law requires that nearly everything be cleansed with the blood and without the shedding of the blood, there is no forgiveness. Do you hear me? 
I ask people if they're Christians, if they're saved, I hope so, I think so, maybe so. No, no, no. If you're covered by the blood of Jesus, then you know that you've been washed. Do you hear me? Revelation 1 and 5, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood. So if you've been through the blood of the cross, the blood of Jesus, friend, you've been forgiven, but you've also been freed. And them chains are gone. Can somebody say amen? Amen. So we must be determined. Are you determined to live a life as the song says, one day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's all I'm asking from you. Just give me the strength to do every day what I have to do. Yesterday is gone and tomorrow may never be mine. Proverbs 27 and one, when I read this, I think of my dad. He says, do not boast about tomorrow, for you know not what a day may bring forth. I used to say, man, tomorrow, dad, I'm going here. Tomorrow, I'm going there. My dad say, if it's the Lord's will and the creek don't rise. I don't you know, I was like, we, get, we expecting a storm? Yeah. So we're only left with one day. Scotty, if there's no reason to look back at yesterday and tomorrow may never come, listen to me. There's only one day. Somebody say one day. And that is today. Everywhere I go, people say to me, whether it's at a drive-thru restaurant or wherever, have a good day. And my, my response is always every day. Every day. Psalms 118 and 24, this is the day the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it this day. I got a phone call, I believe it was Thursday. Bucky Booth. Bucky sits right back there. Bucky went totally blind a few years ago. Lost all of his sight. I've never, ever met a more positive person. He's totally blind, smiles all the time, laughs. I'm driving the joy bus, uh, the church bus on a joy trip. He's sitting behind me and he heard me yawn. He said, pastor, you getting sleepy? I said, yeah. He said, pull over, I'll drive the rest of the way. (laughs) And he just laughs all the time. He called me, I believe it was Thursday. Well, pastor, I just want to call you and tell you, I, I heard no fear, no, 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 nothing in his voice. He said, uh, I got pancreatic cancer and it's in my liver. He said, uh, I just want to call and tell you. Just like, you know, hey, pastor, I just got a puppy. And uh, so I went to the hospital to visit him yesterday and I walked in his room and He was sitting there with his feet on the floor. He was sitting in the hospital bed. He's going to be 77, I believe, in August. And he didn't have a shirt on. This guy's ripped. I look at my arms and I look at his arms. And I thought, man, God, I got shortchanged here somewhere. So I spoke to him. And as soon as he heard my voice, he said, hey, pastor. And... um, He's smiling from ear to ear. 
He said, they told me with treatment, I got two months. Without treatment, they really don't know. He said, you know, when that doctor told me, I'm quoting him, it didn't rattle me at all. Because he said, I know where I'm going. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Do you hear me? According to the scriptures in Matthew 6 and 25, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body and more than clothing? There he sat. I'm thinking here's a man that lost his eyesight, totally blind. Now he has a diagnosis of pancreatic cancer and liver cancer. And he's happier than most of us. And anyone on to share with me said, Pastor, you know, one of the reasons I'm not afraid to die. I said, why is that? He said, I'm looking forward to. He said, I have two sons in heaven. I never knew this. He said, one lived a week and I held him in my arms. He said, one lived 16 to 17 months and we buried him. What's your circumstance today? Whether life's, whatever life's circumstances, whatever, whatever they are, Jesus Christ can give us the courage needed to face them. Stand with me, would you please? And I'm being serious this time. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he's probably got 30 more minutes. <laughs> I want to share with you what Paul said to the brethren of Philippi. In Philippians chapter four, verse 13, verse 13, he said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Whatever your circumstance is, you can do it, Pastor Rita, through Christ. Courage, courage. I, I met with the team back here and I said, listen, I know your leaders are gone, but gotta have courage. I didn't I'm Mindy. I said, we're going out there and we're gonna give God all we got. And that's what Bucky's doing. And it, outside of a divine miracle, outside of the Lord touching him and healing him, he's in the evening hours of his life, but he's gonna give God all that he's got. So I wanna encourage somebody just by a verse in Deuteronomy 31 and six, be strong and of a good courage, fear not nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, it is he that doeth go with thee, and he will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. At Philippians 4.13, he said, I can do all things through Christ Jesus, which strengthens me. Paul is ending his letter by telling his readers, now listen to this, that their circumstances don't have to dictate their happiness. If you don't get anything else today, at the end of this letter, Paul is writing that the circumstances that we are in does not have to dictate our happiness. 
Bucky wasn't faking it yesterday with that smile. He's content where he's at. And Paul is saying in this letter, he said, I've learned to be content regardless of what is going on in this life of mine, whether it's great or whether it's terrible. I still got a long ways to go. But you and I can have peace in the midst of terrible circumstances. We can have peace through Jesus Christ. Because he lives, we can face the future. Let me transition here for just a second. Let's try to, the first part of this message was to encourage those that are going through difficult times. People have encouraged me. This thought just came to my mind. While I was away on vacation, I got several texts that uh, Pastor Pete Roberts, uh, Pastor Pete went to be with the Lord and I went to his visitation on Wednesday and I walked in the room and Pastor Petey was 95. His wife's 90. They've been married 73 years. Can we honor his ministry right here today? Whether you know him or not. And when I walked in the room and his wife looked up and she seen me, she lit up and she come over and she hugged me and she said, Robert, he loved you. I said, I know he did. And I told her, I said, he was such an encouragement when I made the announcement almost 30 years ago that I was going to start Jewel City, that the Lord had called me to start Jewel City. He was one of two pastors that encouraged me. Pastor Pete Roberts and Pastor Homer Ham. I preached Pastor Homer Ham's funeral. They both went to be with the Lord. So I'm here to encourage maybe somebody by live stream and, and encourage you, Pastor Mark. God hasn't left you. God loves you and God cares about you. I don't want to beat anybody down. I want to encourage people. So those that are maybe suffering with a medical issue or maybe Bucky watching today or my friend Bryce Boring or many people I heard Hope Pills dad want to be with the Lord in the middle of the night. Those of us that have our faith anchored in Christ, we don't need to worry about death because we are assured of eternal life. Media team, I'm going to skip 1 Thessalonians. I'm going to go straight to where Paul said to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 through 8. Listen to what he says. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. Paul said, I have fought a good fight, and I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all of them that love his appearing. Paul knows at this time, Paul knows that he's going to die soon. Unlike other letters that he had written where he was writing about running the race and winning, now Paul is concluding his words, he said, I finished the race. 
And what he's saying is, I've served God unto death. So at this point, he's looking forward to heaven, to heavenly rewards. Bucky doesn't want to leave. Bucky told me, it doesn't scare me. I'm ready to go. I know where I'm going. I like to stick around a while. I can remember at church growing up, the kids, the old saints would get up and say, I'd just like to go be with Jesus right now. And I thought, if I stuck a gun in your ear, you'd beg me to stay. I ain't looking to get a bus load today. But I know that I'm ready when the Lord calls me home. How about you? Because he lives, death is absolutely not a factor in the equation. And I got a lot left. But I'm going to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow. And I promise you, you don't know what tomorrow may bring. So let me transition one more time. We spoke about being encouraged. We spoke about dying. Let's speak about how do we live forever? How do we live forever? Romans chapter 10, verse nine, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and have believed in thy heart that God has raised him up from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's the word of God. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and have believed in thy heart that God has raised him up from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Some people say, well, you got to go to this denomination or you got to dress this way. You got to do this. You got to do that. That's man. That's a bunch of hogwash. It's just what it is. Because the word of God said, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. Have you confessed? God don't need no secret service. You hear me? God knows the White House don't need them either. That's a whole other message. It just went right over. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. You can find everybody on January 6th that went in the White House, but you can't find who left the Coke in the house. Oh, help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. <laughs> oh, boy. That didn't go over real well. <laughs> Have you confessed him? <laughs> that even made me laugh. Well, my mother-in-law sent me that. I'll, I'm going to blame it on her. <laughs> oh boy. Jesus paid it all. And all to him I owe. Do you know Jesus as your personal Lord and your personal Savior? Do you know him? Do you know him? I promise I'm going to close. Isaiah 59, 1. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear you. Your sins. That's the only thing that has you separated from God. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Nobody looking around. Just a time for you to look within. Can you say, I know 
that I'm saved? Have you publicly made a confession? Do you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead? Right where you're at, I'm not gonna come to you. I'm not gonna drag you down here. If you're here this morning and you'd like to make heaven your home, you'd like to ask Christ to forgive you of your sins because we are all sinners in need of a savior. Right where you're at, just slip your hand up high and say today, right here, I see that hand. Thank you. Somebody else, I see your hand, ma'am. Somebody else, somebody else, somebody else, somebody else, anybody else? Is there another? I see your hand, sir. See your hand. I don't want to rush this. Somebody else. Somebody else, somebody else, somebody else, somebody else, somebody else. And I want you to pray this. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, if you raise your hand this morning and you're sincere, just lift up your head and open your eyes and look right at me. I want you to make a public confession by just reaching beside of you or reaching behind you or reaching in front of you because we're all here rooting for you take somebody by the hand. That's all I'm asking you to do. That's right, sir. That's right. Ma'am, just take somebody by the hand, would you? There also. And pray this prayer out loud and, and don't be ashamed of it. Lord Jesus, today, you've touched my heart. And Lord, I repent of my sins. And I ask you to cleanse me, Lord. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. And from this day forward, I'll do my best to learn about you and to live for you. In Jesus' name I pray, and amen. Can we give God a great hand clap of praise? Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. 